Welcome to Mornings with Matt, personal and professional development training that connects the art of acting with critical life skills and self-mastery. Presented by the Deering Acting Studio. Welcome everybody <laughs> to Mornings with Matt. We've got an amazing guest today, Miss Connor Malone. Hello, young lady. Hey, hello, hello. Good morning. So good to see you. Good to see you too. So, uh, so tell me what's going on in, in your world. You said you're busier than ever, yeah? Yeah, I actually moved week. Crazy enough, you, um, you moved so in the middle of all this. Yeah, I had two days to pack up, and I packed everything in two days. I had movers with masks, and we moved everything out. Um, so that was kind of stressful last week. How, then, how did that come about? Did you make the decision to move in the midst of this, or was that something that was already pending? Um, it was pretty much already pending. There are some issues with our, our apartment, okay. so we had to move out abruptly. So right. um, I've been staying with my parents, like crashing with them, so it reminds me of like being a kid again. Sure. Um, for the last month, so it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> you know, at least it gave you something to do, like like very specific, you know, tasks and whatnot. Yes, and um, I also coach volleyball, so that's been a pretty challenging. Just trying to stay connected with the girls on video chat and make sure they're still working out because there's a potential that we might still have a season, we might not, and right. kind of just being there for them and helping them get through this has been, it's been really difficult, I would say. Yeah, probably tough for them and for you. Yeah, um, just last week, one of the girls, like we have these mandatory workouts that they have to do just to kind of stay in shape. And one of the girls called me to let me know that she wouldn't be able to do it. And I asked her why she was saying that her dad got picked up by an ambulance and she just woke up and he couldn't breathe. Um, He's complaining that he couldn't, he was coughing and he's quarantined hospital and as like it took everything in me not to just like break down and cry on the phone and just be like you know what it's gonna be okay you're gonna be fine like let's get through this let me know how everything's going and don't even worry about working out that doesn't matter in times like that your family is all that's kind of important right now Um, yeah and you know that was that was difficult last week but um it's crazy and then at the same time you you want to reach back out again right and encourage her to keep to stay active and and whatnot even even through all that so it's it's interesting because yeah it's a very tough time i i realized when our president came out and and just sort of gave us the the grim numbers that may or may not be coming Mm -hmm. our way and assuming they are as bad as we think um, I was doing some of the math in my head and just realizing that we're all going to pretty much be affected personally in some way that we're going to know someone who knows someone who, yes. you know, who's directly impacted in a, in a really bad way. So, um, so yeah, I think it's just, it's just globally tough for everybody. Yeah. I'm just trying to stay kind of stay positive. And that was one of the questions I had for you. I have friends that are in Spain and friends that have family in Italy. And so I'm, reaching out and trying to see how they're doing. And they've just explained that the media doesn't show what's going on. It's a lot worse. And like trying to stay positive, we video chat and kind of just trying to stay connected. Um, Because I feel like that's been the hardest part definitely for me. Like I'm used to juggling and seeing a lot of people every day and moving and just, you know, being stagnant and being in one place cooped up all day. It can be really, can be challenging at times. Sure. So, so you said that the, 
the media is not painting it as bad as it is in Italy and Spain. It, I, I feel like they, they were talking yeah. about it being bad over there. So how is it worse? They said the death, like the numbers of deaths are a lot higher. And um, in Spain, my friend, she lives in Barcelona and she, like, she told me like from the jump, like from the beginning when first started coming out in Spain, how bad it was Mm. in like um, at all grocery stores, it has been mandatory to wear masks and to wear gloves and they have uh, markers and no one is allowed to go down the same aisle and um, only like the strongest people are going into the grocery stores. They don't want like obviously the elderly to be going into grocery stores. Yeah. Um, you get fined on the street the moment that the, if you're not going to the grocery store, they have people like following basically making sure that you're in the right place. Wow. Um, That's yeah. It's a lot different than I didn't know that that all was going on. In yeah. Spain. Well, and, and, you know, I think in Arizona we're, we're in a little bit of a protective bubble here so far because it mm-hmm. hasn't really, you know, impacted us in as in as big of a way as some other places so um yeah. so our our lives have been shaken but just we're not seeing the the front lines that some of the other places are seeing so it's interesting to find out what's really going on yeah absolutely i agree so uh so let's get let's get to a couple of your questions here um you were uh explain your thoughts on you know you wanted some advice on um your current clients and how they could adapt. What did you mean by that? Um, I was just kind of talking about students and adapting acting wise, um, kind of figuring out going about it. And do you go about it in the same way that you normally would just the same thing? Like you're going to practice your lines. You're going to practice doing what you need to do um, every, like every single day and kind of stay in that same mindset of routine or do you need to kind of change things around and, and that's kind of what I was curious at what your thoughts were. Got it. So, um, so the first, the first step, um, I, I believe for us adapting to this is we, number one, we need to accept the reality of what's going on and that can be hard. So just mm-hmm. like, you know, if you think of this as almost like going through the grieving process, we, we want to start with just acceptance. The idea is, okay, this is happening. So, okay, great. So now that I've, now that I've accepted that thing, um, what do I do now? And that's, that's how we adapt. And the way you do this is, um, here's what I'm doing. And this is what I'm encouraging all of our students to do is act as if this is, this is forever. Okay. And as, as weird as that sounds, it's not negative. This is actually positive. So you're saying, uh, what, what I'm saying here is, Rather than waiting for this to be done, I'm going to mm-hmm. think, okay, what if, what if I was born right now and this was the landscape and then we all started life from here? What would we, mm-hmm. what would we do? And the truth is actors would find a way to act. Writers would find a way to write. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing our master class and for instance, I'm, I'm encouraging our students they're still going to be in costume and they're still going to have all their props. And, and we, we just adapted the scripts to be via FaceTime. Got it. So that we're looking at each other right here. And I, and I said to everybody, what if that playwright who wrote that Pulitzer prize winning play, what if they only knew this time Mm -hmm. they would still get that story out 
because the story doesn't change. The essence is still human relationship back and forth. They would have just found a way to write it so that our actors could connect virtually. Mm -hmm. So by doing that, it, it eliminates the excuse for not working. And then understanding, too, that there will be some sort of a shift. Like, there's already been a shift be way before this happened, and I'm sure you've noticed it with some virtual castings and, um, you know, a lot of just online presence. I know you've got a big online presence, and, mm -hmm. um, and so things were already going that way, and this has fast-forwarded everything. I mean, now all of a sudden, everybody is uh, connected online in a new unprecedented way. And um, all of a sudden, like schools are being taught differently. You know, we're, we're, we're teaching our acting classes. I mean, Connor, for those who are innovating, it's incredible. Like I thought to myself, this is, this is a weird concept, but let's just try it. Let's see if we can figure out how to do improvisation online. But that sounded crazy to me. And then mm -hmm. we taught an improv class online, and it was so much fun. It was unbelievable. And then it spawned this idea, and it was our it was our most it's okay, Joy. Thank you. Uh, it was our most successful um, podcast we had done. This this idea of doing an old time radio um, improv show, so where only yeah. pe people could only hear what we were doing; they couldn't see what we were doing, and and it opened up everyone's like. Uh, creativity and imagination to be when they were listening to our characters it's as if they were creating them in their own minds um, so they weren't limited by what they were seeing uh, so I, I I see it if you can find a way to see this as an opportunity for yourself mm -hmm. to grow and realize that you are going to be held to this new weird standard where you're going to be you have to be creative. There's no way around it. You have to find innovative ways to help yourself grow because just like your players, they can't be with you right now. They, ca they can't be doing the normal exercises that they do. So what can they do and how can they challenge themselves in new ways that that's going to benefit them on the court? And so probably, let's be honest, they're not going to be able to work out as hard and as good as if they had you yeah but what they will have is perhaps more time to study the game more mm -hmm. more time to to watch game tape and and to look at you know the the theory and concepts and positioning and you know really focus on technique those things they can do more than they would have been able to do before so that's an example of you know putting this into your volleyball world set set a standard for them physically but then set a higher standard for them mentally knowing that if you come out of this more mentally tough and smarter and more connected then um then you're gonna you're gonna be better you're gonna 10x everybody around you yeah that's great that's great advice um all right good and then you uh you mentioned something about routine talk to me about that um, so I'm still doing interior design work, actually. Um, our con my family's custom home building business is still going. So I'm what trying is, to get back into this. Uh, JP Malone Construction. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're still a, working. You guys have a website? Yeah, of course. www.jp 
jpmalone.com. <laughs> cool. What, tell me about your houses because I'm, I'm going to want to build a custom home one day. Yeah. Um, well, currently we're remodeling um, a couple homes in Silverleaf. Um, my parents' home that I'm staying in now is custom built and it's like a, it's a beautiful barn. It's really cool looking. It has these amazing ceilings. I don't just, I can yeah, just show you. Yeah, you need to show me this, please. Oh, at, love it. The ceilings. Yes. Gorgeous. So yeah. is, is that, uh, do they have a, a, a particular style that's sort of, that you can kind of feel it's a, it's a JP Malone home or, or, you know, they have a variety of different things. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would say we definitely have a variety. We do farmhouse, modern, um, contemporary, um, traditional, and we're all over. We, everything is custom down to the hardware. We can make anything customized. So it's, it's really exciting. And I've been doing home renderings. Um, which are basically 3D designs like Sims, like the game Sims, um, for my clients just so that they can get a visual idea of what their home will look like after it's remodeled or if we were building a brand new home, kind of the feel for the space of how big, how much is this square footage? How big is this wall? Right. Um, yeah. So so you got into interior design in order and, and so then you were you went to work for the family and then do you do interior design for other people outside of uh, JP Malone as well? No, I mainly just work in house. Okay. Um, so my mom and I we have a side business called Malone um, Design, which is a it's still a part of JP Malone construction, but they're separate entities but underneath the same sure. umbrella. Yeah. And then, okay. So, so let me ask you really quick, and this would be interesting. I think it might segue into something else. Um, how is your family, um, using this time, you know, your, your parents and somebody's in the construction uh -huh. business, cause you're going to be affected for sure. There, there's going to sure. be a time where that, where things are not quite as busy. I mean, everyone has had to adjust what they're doing. So, um, yes. how are, how are they finding ways to, to survive and thrive right now? So right now we're still deemed essentials and we're doing um, exterior work. So we're still working on the exterior parts of um, our clients' homes. But my dad and I, when um, more news started coming out and they were saying that they might close down, everyone has to go home. We were talking about, um, we have um, HIPAA vacs, which are basically like air filters and the air purifiers and they clean the air. Uh -huh. And we were talking about setting up containment areas and maybe possibly helping, reaching out to people in the medical field, um, we have a bunch of masks, like we have certain things that we could help and we're used to mold remediation, which could be similar in some ways to remediating if someone was sick. Like if you had someone sick in your home, yeah. how would you enclose the space to make sure that their air isn't getting everybody else sick? And we have like vacs and we have suits and stuff like that. So I was talking with my dad right when it came out, like, hey, let's buy more of these filters yeah. so that if we had to purify the air, we could and help people. Awesome. That's incredible. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Um, that was one of the exact same perspectives that we took on this because, uh, you know, my work is, is essentially helping people with a positive mindset and, and, you know, we're, we're very specifically in the personal development space. We, we have a, an acting related concept that, that connects the two together. But, um, so, so what I figured out right away is I was like, all right, we want to we want to be essential to the essential businesses. There are people out there who, you know, we know the grocery store workers and the healthcare workers and the delivery people and some of the construction people. I mean, they're they're out there and they are being 
you know, exposed. They're, they're putting themselves out there because they're being asked to keep working while everyone else is being asked to stay home, right? So, so my thought was, how do I reach out and help those people? How do I connect to those people? And not, not to get paid, but just to make sure that, that I'm contributing in my own way with my expertise. And I think that's a beautiful way that you guys are going about it as well. Yeah, absolutely. So that, I mean, that's kind of where we're at lately. We've been trying to stay busy, trying to keep everyone employed um, because it is a family business. And, you know, there's only so long when, (laughs) you know how it is. Totally. You guys understand. You look at, you look at where you were smart and and, and your nest egg. And then you're like, okay, well, if this happens and this happens and you try not to go six months down the line, because it's just sad if you do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, but we, you also kind of need to be prepared for anything. That's so right. you're not buying online shopping right now. That's probably not the most wisest decision. Yeah, exactly. Okay, good. So, so, um, so ask me your question about routine then. Okay. So my question for you is how do you get back on routine with all this going on? Um, I'm used to working out every morning and lately I've been struggling with that. I work out towards the end. Like I try to work out um, kind of just, I have like these things I do every single day in the same way. And now it's kind of all been turned upside down with not having volleyball after work and not going to acting class and not training with my friends or something like that. It's kind of been hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever been through a major injury? Um, yes. What yeah, was that? Like ankle injuries and stuff and, like yeah, that. Okay. Something that just like threw you. Right. Mm-hmm. So the way I'm looking at this is, and, and great question, by the way. How how do we um, how do we get back on our routine? How do we make sure that that we don't let this this thing throw us completely, or or do we do we change? So here's what I've done my my career in in uh, trying to go next level here, and that is there are lots of crises that have come up. So you think about it, and you say, okay, an ankle injury for me it was a knee injury. So I was working out every day. I was climbing Camelback Mountain like three times a week. I mean, I was just totally 10xing myself physically. And all of a sudden, I tear my ACL, my MCL on both sides, and I get a bone fracture in my knee. I'm still not better. I still cannot run. And it's been almost a year. I'm probably going to have to have surgery again. It's depressing, truthfully. So the things that were exciting me and getting me out of bed were no longer doing that. So I had to shift. And, and here's what I've done is every time I find myself lagging down, what I'll do is I shock my system. So by shocking my system, it's like I, I all of a sudden demand more of myself than I did before. So rather than saying, okay, um, all right, so you used to get up at 4.30, all of a sudden you've been getting up at 6, 6.30, a little unmotivated, kind of eating differently. So instead of me moving from 4.30 to say 5.30, what I did was I went the other direction, and this has happened a couple times. So now I, I actually get up at 3 in the morning. I used to get up at 4.30. I wake up at 3 now. And I, and I consider that what it is is it's, it's like a shock because what happens is I get up at 3, and I'm like, oh, that was tough. But then three days into that, all of a sudden I'm feeling amazing the way I did way back when when I first started. Because sometimes, sometimes you get into a routine for a while, and you forget how good it feels to make big gains quickly. So this is like by you creating some sort of a shock, whatever it is. So what was what did you used to do when you would work out in the morning? At what time? I would just get up at like seven o'clock and or I would get up at six thirty, be at the gym by seven, out by eight, 
breakfast, work, and then routine, routine. I had would go to practice every single day. So that like right after work and then. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so you used to get up at 6.30, you said? Yeah. Great. So tomorrow and for the rest of the week, you're going to do seven days, 5.30. Okay. Okay. And it's Got like, it. why? There's no reason to get up at 5.30. Exactly. That's the reason why. Because you don't have to, if you're doing what what you know should get done, even though you don't have to, all of a sudden now by eight o'clock, you're, you're going to have the whole day in front of you an extra time. And then what I highly recommend actually is when you, you're going to get to there, um, get your workout in first. So you're feeling very good physically. Then I would work on your dreams. So if you can work on your acting, work on anything connected to like where you're trying to take your modeling or different ideas, maybe social mm -hmm. media, whatever you're trying to do um, creatively, do that then as well in those morning hours when everybody else is kind of sleeping and groggy, get yourself to that place where you're going next level. After that, get some things done that you have to do. Check your schedule, you know, all of a sudden kind of check in on some things, then give yourself a siesta. So just okay. nap right in the middle of the day. Just just pick a time and go go down for two hours. Then wake up and you're going to get day number two after you wake up in the afternoon. And then that's your time to give back. So it's your time to you, – you've filled your own bucket. Now in the afternoon, I'm, I can give to my job. I can give to my players. I can give to my family. I have myself filled. I've done the things I need to do for me in order to feel like I'm going next level with my life. So now I get the opportunity to give more to other people because I'm feeling fulfilled myself. Yeah, I like that. Definitely will do that. All right, cool. Uh, all right, so then we had the last question here was how to stay positive, right? Why don't you expand on that? Um, I was just going to ask how you I'm, – I'm definitely someone who likes to always be on the positive side of everything, but with some of these like hardships and these things that are happening, how, how do you – it's not necessarily flipping it, like accepting it and, and trying to move forward positively. How do you go about that? Yeah, um, it's a great question. And I think so. So I have this philosophy that um, one of the hardest things to do is deal with success. And, and I know this is the opposite of your question, but I'm going to start there. Um, and, and so I talk about this concept uh, when I work with salespeople and and even just to tell myself the same thing when you're dealing with success it's hard to maintain a successful uh, grind because you don't have to as badly and I call it this concept of, of plant while you're harvesting so while all the crops are coming in I gotta I gotta have the discipline to put more plant more seeds down because if I don't put seeds down then then I won't have another harvest coming right What's very unique about this time right now, and it's and it's, it, th this is one of those once in a lifetime, once in a generation events. This is this is like World War II. It is like 9/11. I mean, this, this is a big deal that is shaking the entire world. And there's there's very few things that that have ever done that. And it, it comes about every hundred years, so we can expect something maybe most of us thought it was going to be a nuclear bomb or something and it turns out to be you know that surprises how it came but it always does so 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 what 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 does that mean well i i think what that means is you it's really hard to plant seeds and almost inappropriate 
You know, like right now is not the time to be thinking about how you can make money. It just isn't. Now is not the time to be greedy in any way, shape, or form. Now is the time to love and to give. And so, um, and, and that, that is so hard. So my thought is um, to stay positive, what you're going to do is instead of thinking about this like I'm trying to plant new seeds down in order to grow myself for the future, I'm just going to deal with this dirt. The dirt right now is really hard. It is, it, we're in a drought so if I put seeds down, they're not going to grow anyway. So instead, I'm going to I'm going to roll up my sleeves and I'm going to go to work hardcore on the soil. And I'm going to try to fertilize this soil that is just not good soil right now. And by doing all that work, what I'm going to do is I'm going to prepare the ground for when it's time to plant again. And I will be one of the few people that have a a soil that is ready to plant when the time comes everybody else will catch up eventually but but they might not have been preparing the dirt the whole time so so that's that's what i'm doing with my mind to try to keep myself in a positive place just understand there are daily things that i can do to help myself prepare the ground and i i consider the ground like grounding myself so for instance and and i I know you believe this but you you need to be informed but you, but you cannot become obsessed with what's going on, the news and whatnot. Um, you've got to just, like a crazy person, protect your thoughts. Because it's so easy to go down that path of what ifs, what ifs, what ifs, what if, down, down a line of negativity, negativity, negativity. And there are certain people that are going to be that way, and you have to either sort of cut them off when they're speaking, and, and you do your work where you readjust their minds, or you're going to have to just talk to certain people less if they refuse to not talk about anything but negative stuff. Uh, but you've got to protect your own thought life, and you got to find ways to discover what could be good. Let me focus on what could be good and what, what opportunities there, there might be for me to serve at a higher level. And I think it, at the end of the day, positivity it all comes back to God. It comes back to love. It comes back to connectedness. And if we look back on our lives and we realize, when was I the happiest? It's when I was giving. It's when I was giving freely and when I was not fearful and when I was not being angry or scared. It's when I was being loving and connecting and serving other people. And so when it's the hardest, which is right now, because everybody, it doesn't matter how much money you have or don't have, since everyone's been affected across the board equally, whatever you have, you're afraid of losing. So everyone has like this equal amount of fear. So are you disciplined enough and do you ha- is your faith strong enough for you to give right now, for you to find ways to give? Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's different, you know, to go out and be like, oh, how, many, how much could I afford and do this or that? Or, or say, okay, um, how could I really impact people today? Okay, so we need food. If I change the way I order slightly, I could actually buy myself a meal and this other family a meal. And I can benefit a small business at the same time. And here's how I'm going to find a way to give. And if everybody focused on that, I'm talking everybody, we would, we, we would not see much of a shift actually because 
the whole idea of the economy is we need mo money moving. We need money going mm -hmm. in and out and in and out. That's the and so what happens is everybody holds back for a second and gets a little scared, and I think that's when things freeze. So if you could be part of that revolution of being one of the people that are going to give, you will feel positive, and being in that positive state will automatically draw more abundance to you. So, so the thing that you're afraid of, you won't have to be afraid of anymore anyway because just by being in that state, you're going to be bettering your mind, body, and spirit, and, and you'll find a way out and a find a way to be positive and successful. And it doesn't mean every day is positive. You know, you can't take news like you got – from your of your player's dad and just be like oh but we'll just be positive about it like you know like th that's a reality yeah. you know um but but you can also take that and say you know i love you and like what can i do for you and 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 she can do the same thing you know how can she connect deeper to her dad and how can she connect deeper to her family and find find new ways of connecting um so even in that there can be good you just have to really fight for it and so the bigger the crisis, the, the bigger the struggle, the more we have to lean on God, the more we have to lean on spirit and, and connectedness and giving with other people, or else we will go down that negative path, guaranteed. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. I really appreciate you speaking with me. I feel a lot like a lot has been lifted. <laughs> Good. And you're going to get up at 530 in the morning tomorrow for yeah. a whole week. And uh, yep. I'll check in with you personally. We're going to find out where you're, where you're at okay. and how that's going for you. you. Got it. Connor, thanks so much for being on the show. Sure appreciates yeah. you. Thank you, guys. I'm so excited. Everybody watching, thanks so much for being on Mornings with Matt. Yeah. Thank you for sharing, subscribing, and being a part of our show and our community. God bless. Thanks for listening to Mornings with Matt. Please like, subscribe, and follow us at Deering Acting Studio to keep up with the latest content. For more information on classes, private lessons, or professional development coaching, visit www.deeringstudio.com. Have a deering day, everyone.